Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Welcome back to the Vitality Coach Podcast. I'm Nikki Fogdemore, your host for this series, and I'm extremely excited to announce that this time we'll be interviewing Ironman legend, an all-round kind of waterman, really, Trevor Hendy. For those of you in the US and outward abroad, you might want to Google Trevor Hendy when you get back uh, or while you're listening to this podcast to really understand that this is a man that's gone through an elite sports journey very young from high school and school right through until now really, and discovered this incredible connection with mind, body, and spirit. I had the real privilege of running a lifestyle week in Nomotu in Fiji with Ben Wilson, Pete Evans, the chef, and Trevor, and really getting behind Trev's kind of inspiration on feeling fantastic and all that comes from within. So I'm so excited to share a couple of podcasts um, sitting with Trev. And first of all, I really want to talk to you about our session coming up with Trev about awareness. And I think that's the biggest thing is having this conscious living and this awareness. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. There's a few bloopers along the way. And don't forget, you can always hop onto the blog, download the free ebooks. And if you hang on to the end of the podcast, I'll be giving you some very special news information and a couple of giveaways. So as always, stay healthy, happy. And here's Trevor. Welcome to the podcast uh, with Nikki Fogden, more the Vitality Coach, and Trevor Hendy, um, life coach and former Ironman, and um, I think one of the most inspirational men I've met in the recent years. And we had to talk about the point of awareness today, Trev. So coming back from the Motu, mm. what was it like for you? Uh, it was beautiful, Nick. I think um, what I loved about it most, because I think we were pretty busy while we were there. We, you know, we were nonstop from sort of um, sunrise to well past sunset. And uh, I think I was finishing about midnight with other content and stuff that I was writing. So uh, what I found fascinating about it was that we got out of the status quo. You know, we got out of life, all the normal things that were, you know, that are going on in life. But um, very much got into the groove. There were so many beautiful people there and people that we worked with. And there was like a lot of purpose hidden behind all the connections and the and the um, beautiful people that were on the island, you know. So as we sort of scratched a bit deeper and had those discussions and conversations, it turned out we're all there for a reason, you know. And uh, I love the way life does that, brings people together without you really planning it. And then when you scratch a little deeper, you find out that there's some really, really special qualities of not just the person but why you're meant to meet each other. So I came back going, wow, I felt like I was running when I arrived home. You know, and you, you know, probably normally you'd think come back from the motu and you're just like chilled out the whole time, but it was actually very high end purpose, but, um, but such a beautiful place as well. So it's been interesting being back in the world and trying to bring that flavor back in. Exactly. And, and talking back in the world, and one of the things that you and I have spoken about when we connect with either clients of ours that we're coaching or just by chance, we might be sitting next to someone on a plane or is this um, what I call autopilot tendency that most people have at the moment that they'll just be given information and they'll just take it and consume and they're not really having full awareness. And both you and I are very fortunate to have different levels of mental, physical and spiritual state. And I feel mm. very blessed that we have that. So what I'd like to discuss with you today together is that a point what is awareness and how can it help people get off autopilot and start achieving 
um, the fact that they can live their best life and have their best body. So, mm. you know, how would you describe in a real simple way awareness, awareness of living? It's a, it is a very simple thing, and sometimes the explanation be quite, can be quite complicated, but but it's actually not. It's just trying to point to and, 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 and loosen the mind off a little bit. But I think the easiest way I can relate to it is is to allow that every moment is a living moment so that life is full of energy. So it's not just what we see. It's not just the body and the faces and everything else and the words that we're listening to. Life has this quality behind it that cuts through everything we do. So there's communication, multiple levels of communication going on between people. So because it's a living moment, you start to we're starting to talk about feeling and energy and what's going on behind that. And now we're starting to talk about awareness. So awareness is simply waking up and opening up to, we're not talking about intellectual awareness, we're talking about, ah, awareness change. Ah, there's an interaction between us. There's something going on that every word and probably depending on the quality of what we're talking about and the quality of our attention to each other opens up a space that you start to become aware that, hang on, the mind slows down and the, the I call it the stream of thought that we're all just floating along in. And there's a there's a, a group mind and a group stream of thought that we're all stuck in as well. So that's just a whole lot of thoughts joined together. This one leads to this, leads to this, leads to this, and we never ever stop. And we're like years later. I think there's a beautiful saying that says life is what happens to you while you're busy making plans. Yeah, you know, that's right. Because it's happening in the background all the time. And the part of us that feels like we're kind of suffering or not quite living the life we fully want to live is simply because we're not, we've got no attention on the awareness aspect, which is the beingness, the love, yeah. the soul, the spirit, that sort of thing. So once you discover it and you scratch into it a little bit, you're like, what? Exactly. Because you know, we're not taught this. We're, you know, For most of us, we're not taught this. In the Western world, we're educated about how to get ahead and get to university and get a job and lock in your system and get the, get the uh, picket fence around you and get the right partner, wife and kids or husband and kids or whatever it may be. And it's, it's a very... Um, success-driven, structure-driven kind of mentality that we're kind of almost, um, we just grow in, we just kind of flow into it. Yeah, you that know? comes at autopilot. It comes at it, yeah. And the funny thing is before that we're quite aware. Yeah. So you see a young baby in, in your arms and they're looking all around the room and their their eyes are open because they're feeling, they're very much feeling. They haven't, they're not lost in their minds yet. So in, in simply I'd say um, every moment is a living moment and awareness is being aware of that and coming out of the stream of thought. So let's translate that to people achieving what I would call their physical mm. best state mm. by being aware of, you know, what food they put in their body, mm. what fitness suits their body. And what we spoke about when we we're doing those morning workouts together was not just going through the motions, mm. but how important technique and form and, and aware of your physical muscles and cells and fibers and how that actually gives you tenfold results back. So when you did your training for yourself as Ironman and you were mm. physically very intense and strong, how is that physical awareness of, you know, muscular um, performance and mental performance come together for you recently? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question because I think it was a, a great school for me, the school of Ironman racing, because two things. One was that you had to train super hard on all aspects of the body. It was, you know, board, swim, ski, run. So you're using multiple parts of the body. So you had to find the best out of everything. So you had to have a self-awareness at a body level. Um, then very quickly you had to have a self-awareness at a mind level. Of, all right, how Because, you know, I used to say that, um, once everyone's done the training, people would say it's 90% training, 10% mental. But once everyone's done the same amount of training, it become 90% mental, 10% 
you know, what yeah. training you've done. So it, it kind of flips. And then a little bit further on down the track, it becomes 90% um, almost awareness. You know, the more aware you can be, the more it helps you. So, um, and the other thing was when we'd line up side by side with each other at the start of a race, we could be foes in a sense in, in competitive racing. But when I looked at you and the gun went we and we faced the front and looked out to sea, it was now me versus the ocean, you know, and very quickly you had to work out you can't be versus the ocean. You have to actually go with it and find ways through it and around it. So it created this incredible need to win the race. I had to, I needed to actually get in touch with nature and I needed yeah. to connect with the rhythms and flows. And then I had to find my own rhythm and follow my own intuition. And I used to run around the cans, run around the flags, and I might be seventh or eighth and I've only got a couple of minutes left to make a move and it's not looking good, it's the world championship and four minutes left in the race or whatever, and I'd run, and in the back of my mind would be go, you've got to go your own way in the back of my head. So I had this, something was always trying to come through me to say, be yourself. And and so I think it's really incredible, Nick, what you do and what I do and what so many people around the world are doing and trying to help. But for each individual that steps up to the line and goes, I want to make that change, they're all like pointers of how to get there. Yeah. And then what they need to do is go, that one relates to me, that yeah. one doesn't, and find what works best for them. Yeah. So I, I think about form and we were very much, my coach and myself were very much process-driven as opposed to result-driven. We set all the goals, decided where I wanted to end up. We had a very strong why of why I wanted to get there. It was really in every cell of my body, wrote all the goals out. But then from that point on, we let go of the goals and we broke it down to the small steps and became process-driven. And the small step might be, um, eat breakfast. The small step might be find a car park at the event, you know, locate the tent where all of our gear was at the beach at the, at the local carnival, whatever it may be. So these small steps became what we did better than anybody else. Yeah. And then it became a natural progression. Then when we got in the race that I would be thinking about my hands in the water and how to pull through and how to dive deeper and how to grab and streamline under the water and all that sort of stuff. Beautiful. So, yeah. so form is such a beautiful thing and it can be a profoundly beautiful thing when it's followed up by that love of process. Yeah. So that love of being in the moment. And that's when for me, what would happen is all of a sudden, everything that I was taught about ski paddling, board paddling, swimming, running, it would all come together in my own way when I busted through all that mine and got in the moment. And then all of a sudden I'd be fly, it almost look like I'm flying across the water. People would say, how did you, oh, it makes it look so easy. It was almost like I was super fit, but it wasn't, ultimately it wasn't to do that. It was getting up out of the mind, out yeah. of the body. And then the whole body, mind and soul works together as one, you know, beautiful mechanism. And then the experience is not one of pain. No, it's not one of killing yeah. yourself at the finish line. It's, it's one of joy, yeah. yeah. So and let, so it's very addictive too. Let's come back to a little segue that we made there about processes because obviously as a, as a world champion and, and a winner, um, you're talking about, you know, on a really elite level. And I think the gift that you and I have is being able to take that information and put it into tangible tools for everyday people. Mm. And yep. we talk about process and and saying if you do things enough, they'll become a habit. And mm. rather than being overwhelmed by focusing on weight loss or mm. having this best body or looking like someone else, is actually integrating these small little steps into your daily life that you don't turn your life upside down to feel fantastic. You you have your healthy breakfast, you get up 10 minutes earlier and do your sort of your breathing exercises, then all of a sudden you've got this healthy lifestyle mm. that results in this great body and this great mind. So, yep. and that's one of the things that we'll talk about. What would be three everyday tips that you would give someone for three simple processes they could put into their life? So uh, very simply, and, that, and you're right, we're talking about really, really simple things to do. So my first tip is remember that every moment is a living moment. 
so that any moment, one of my favorite sayings is freedom is only ever one realization away. It's not like a multiple amounts of workouts and training and fix my diet and everything else. We can actually feel freedom in one moment. Instantaneously. Instantaneously. Right. So we'd be yeah. here, wash the dishes and feel the warmth of the water on your hands. Hang the, the washing out on the line and feel that. So it's a trap to think that, oh, I'll start freeing out when I work out. Yeah. We want to take that feeling of everything we do and even the chores we do around the place and the way we attend to people then into the workout. So every moment is a living moment. So when you start to train, whatever you do, if you're just learning to do sit-ups or try to do your first chin-up or walk for 10 minutes longer, whatever it may be, it's just keep that awareness with you that, oh, the most important thing I do is be present, be aware. Every moment's a living moment. So that's the first one. Yeah. Second one is um, that if we weren't already living if, if we were already living this way, we'd be feeling incredible all of the time. So what basically happens is as soon as you start moving into these things, you're going to come up against obstacles. Mm-hmm. So the universe will test you. universe will yeah. test you. And it's really us testing ourselves yeah. by the universe, you know. But it's it's fascinating that it, I think if we can think every moment's a living moment. Secondly, I'm going to get obstacles. They're my opportunities. Yeah. So obstac- obstacles are opportunities to go, wow, how can I be present with this one? Yeah. And how can I push through the pain more in this one? And you Isn't know. it funny when you embark on a new health regime or maybe you go into the office and you tell people that you're going to have your healthy salad, that it's human tendency to want to challenge your conviction. And I think that I say to all my clients, don't be surprised if someone says, have another glass of wine, Nikki's not here, she won't know. Yes. That they don't, they can't help themselves because they're actually a little bit somewhat jealous or maybe in awe of the fact that you've... T- you've taken this decision to live a better life. So some of those barriers can actually come in the form of the people that love you most or the people that hang out with you most because they're yeah. challenging you and they'll they'll almost want you to fail because that you're doing things that maybe they don't have the courage to undertake yet. So yeah. that second part of kind of being aware of those barriers is recognizing those things when they happen and going, light bulb, this is happening, but that doesn't matter because what the why for me is so mm-hmm. important and my general health and, and all these reasons. So coming back to that, every moment is a living moment helps you get through those challenge moments as well. And yeah, to- and totally that's identify. Thing. That's another opportunity. Yeah. Another exactly. opportunity to put myself in the equation rather than run off with my mind yeah. and react and yeah. Yeah. And be influenced in by others because yeah. this is your journey. And, yeah. and the third, what's one practical healthy tip for someone that, you know, has failed at diets and, you know, has a personal trainer and spent all the money and it's just not working at home. What would you say to them? If you do one thing every day, what would it be? Well, there's a, there's a third kind of holistic tip that leads yep. to this one, and the third one is uh, follow your intuition. Beautiful. So it's basically trusting that you're in the right place. If something hasn't worked for you, it's probably because it's not fully representative of who you are or what you're about, or it might be a little bit too much force-driven or too um, regime-driven or strict or whatever it may be. There may be a more natural way to arrive at where you want to arrive at. It might take a little longer, but it'll last when you get there. Yeah. So... By saying follow your intuition, that also says that occasionally we might have followed our intuition back down a path that wasn't so great for us. But if you see that that path is another opportunity to learn from it, I've I've found in myself that I've kind of the pendulum swung from side to side through life where I go and do something that's not so good for me and then I go something that's really, really good for me. Slowly but surely it becomes more of a natural, simple thing rather than I should be good, I shouldn't be bad. I should be good, you know, all that sort of stuff. Because of those three points, you're appreciating the moment, you're aware, you're recognizing the barriers and then you're listening to your intuition. You're like, well, this doesn't feel quite right, but no drama. No, that's right. And then what you do is you go, you know, I, I had... 
it's quite funny you have a craving for, for a particular food, but in the diet or the nutrition plan you just read about, that food's no good. And you go, I just want that food. And so you have the food and then you later find out that what's in that food is the thing that you are lacking in. Yeah. So while the whole food might not have been perfect for you, there's something in there mm. that your intuition was onto. Yeah. So it's never arrive at a point where you go, I'm, I'm an idiot, I'm a fool, I've made a mistake, I've messed up. There's no such thing as a mistake. It's just actually correcting and yeah. learning along the way and the opportunities transition. and transitions. So. I really like that one because what it means also is that when you start to trust, because following intuition also means trust myself, yeah. trust that I'm actually the right person I totally for me. I totally agree. Yeah. We, you know? we, that gets right back to our beginning topic about autopilot. Like mm. we actually know much more than we ever give ourselves credit for and mm. we've got all this information, but we're so afraid we keep asking all these experts. Yeah, that's right. But you've, we've learning all these things, so it's about knowing what's right for you and, and yeah. having that awareness and that intuition yeah. to live your best life and live, have your best body comes from that mm. awareness of your body and listening that's to right. the signals that it gives you as well because you have a gut feeling when you know something's not right. So. And that signal is you connected to, to, to the greater aspect yeah. of life, you know, to the, the rest of life. You know, the whole sort of thing. So that's how we live a life of purpose as well, to touch into that. And a very practical thing that I do with that, if you're following that, is go, fill your fridge full of a real balance of things that seemingly real treats to you, but also put all the healthy, natural, fresh stuff in there and then have an awareness change as you go. Which one do I feel like right now? I feel like the chocolate. Yeah. Have a bit of the chocolate, you know, and then go, how do they feel after that? Oh, I'm not so good. Then have the carrot. You know, how do they feel off the carrot? I felt great. Had the apple, you know, then you might have an apple and orange and something else and you go, oh, too much sugar, even though it was fruit, yeah. you know. So you're starting to learn from each thing you eat rather than going, I will allow this and I won't allow that and becoming a little bit rigid in it. Yeah, exactly. So it might take a little longer, but at the end of it you go, oh, yeah. you work out what's beautiful for you and what's natural for you. And then you find for myself, I'm not very good with dairy, so I don't, I keep away from dairy no, completely. Yeah. And a lot of people are finding that more and more. But um I do occasionally love a little bit of chocolate. So I have dark chocolate because it's got no dairy in it. Yeah. And I have it and I go, oh, that was really beautiful. And then I'll have moments, you know, weeks where I won't have any. But then I'll go, no, I just need some right now. So yeah. it's it's kind of rather than making things right or wrong, just follow your intuition and, and have an experience. And I think, like, just to cover off this whole point and to give um, the listeners and, and our readers and our clients this little tag, if you like, off the end of it is – it's not overconfidence or um, extreme knowledge that gives us this ability to know what to listen to our bodies. It's just being actually aware and enjoying that journey. And we're very fortunate that we got to that point now. And if we can, over the series of our podcast together, um, give you the tools, if you're at home, to start thinking, hold on a second, I can be empowered with information to make the best choices for me. So what's right for my neighbor or my gym instructor or mm. my daughter or whatever else, the most important thing is listening to what's right for you as an individual and and being in tune with exercises and breathing and all the things we're going to talk about that will help help people get closer to that awareness and feel what you and I get so excited about every day when we wake up, which is this wonderful gift of having all these senses and being able to really utilize them so totally and i think what's right for other people is great feedback or pointers to us it's hints yeah oh that really worked for them and sometimes we adopt it and go that really works for me too yeah, exactly. and other times we adapt it adopt it and adapt it yeah. to actually become a little bit more true to us so we change a little bit we add yeah. little things to it and we are begin with the end in mind we're all very unique we have something very unique to offer every person on the planet is beautiful and powerful in their own right so 
if we're going to end up in this unique place, there must be a unique way that we get there. Yeah. So it's very much trusting that how, how are we confident in talking about this? Why am I confident in talking to people? And why can I sit with somebody and say, hey, I can be with you and help you is because I've walked down many paths exactly. and I've made many mistakes. Yeah. And I've done some wonderful stuff ups. You know, and I've really been down and sworn black and blue, this is the right way to go, and then go, uh-oh, yeah. <laughs> not quite, but don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. What did you learn from it? Oh, that works, but that part doesn't, yeah. you know. And I think for me that's been a process of stripping back the ego and all the parts of us, that, all the defensive aspects mm. of myself and learning, oh, there's very simple ways of doing it and my way is not someone else's, but um, but I can still love the other person and support them to find their way. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to our journey together to help people be I think accountable is a bit of a harsh word but I really mm. believe in it because as if you want results you have to be accountable for yeah. your actions and experiences and how you react to things and once you suddenly become responsible for yourself a whole new world mm. opens up because you don't blame other people and you're not saying it's because of this set and the other actually everything yeah. happens for a reason and so hopefully yep. you and I can help bring that accountability and that knowledge in which which um, you know culminates to awareness and everything and and on our next one, I think we should definitely talk about, you know, qigong and all these things, which may be a little airy-fairy to people that haven't tried it, but the natural progression from yoga and, and, and awareness is actually to have these moments of mind space and connection. So, um, yeah. And I think we should also, we'll, we'll do a little talk about accountability as well. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll Because do that if the pendulum one. swung exactly. one way, we've got to swing it the other way yeah. a little bit too to yeah. get the full experience. Well, let's make that our, that our next one, Trev. Yeah. And um, first of all, I think it's going to be great having some of our top tips, you know, both on trevorhandy.com and yes. vitalitycoach.com.au. And we'll be sharing all that stuff and, yeah. and providing those tools and programs and giving as much away as we can as possible. Absolutely. Um, so till next time when we tune in are you probably heading out to train now and let's go train together let's go train together <laughs> <laughs> okay. just before we go i want to tell you a little bit about my next podcast with a really extraordinary individual selassie Verdi. i had the privilege of interviewing selassie at body science headquarters in the gold coast and we chat a lot about what's in the back of a label of supplements you know, ultimately, why do we need supplements? You know, when you choose a protein powder, a vital greens, a super greens, an antioxidant, organic, what does it all mean? And I had a great discussion with Sal on really what they do to make sure they have complete transparency for their consumers and deliver a quality product. At the moment, of course, not everybody is used to having completely sugar-free, so there's a lot of questions about why include natural sweeteners like stevia uh, and things and products for taste and enjoyment and making sure that you do actually get the nutrients you need by using these supplements. If you're busy and on the road and travel, what are the times that you'll need supplements? What should you be looking for on the back of the packet? And how do body science believe that they are really cutting edge and making sure that they deliver total transparency to their consumers? I'm really interested in sharing this great discussion with Sal. He's got a fantastic background, a great sense of humor, and I really enjoyed chatting to him at HQ. So as part of our 360 Fitness Nutrition and All About Vitality, I'll help you join me for next week um, and check in. You know you can check out the blog, vitalitycoach.com.au. If you want to have me answer any of your questions on my podcast, don't forget you can tweet and Fogden more, or you can leave a comment on my blog, Vitality Coach, and I'll get back to you and try and put those answers in. So until next time, you stay healthy and happy. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks. 
hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.